Welcome to Jedi Dropouts. I'm Ryan Taylor. And I'm James Moss. And we are fucking back, finally. Yes. It's been uh, two weeks since we released an episode, but it's been quite a while longer since we actually recorded. That would have been the uh, Defenders review was the last time we recorded, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um, Ryan and I were both out of town, taking a little bit of vacation time at the end of the summer. Yeah, between day jobs and vacations, we uh, it got a little hectic there near the near the end of August. It did, yeah. I took a week off work to move Emily back across the island to St. John's for her last year of post-secondary, which allotted me the opportunity to go to a better theater and check out some movies that I wasn't sure whether or not we were going to get here in Cornerbrook, and of course, both movies are what are currently playing in Cornerbrook. So you get to see them again. <laughs> I do, and I plan on going to see one of them again tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, I think we're, we're going to spend most of the episode uh, sort of reviewing that. I haven't seen it. Uh, that's, that is it. It is the movie we'll be talking about today, of course. Uh, and you may be asking yourself, will there be spoilers? Maybe there will, maybe there won't. I don't want to spoil if there's any spoilers. <laughs> I don't want too many. Nope. This one, this one I'm, uh, I've am i got my guard up a little bit about. I, I, uh, I don't yeah, want... Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's asked me to keep it light on spoilers, so it, I'll do my best at it, that. It's weird that I don't give a shit about superhero movie spoilers, but I don't want spoilers for a movie based on a book I just finished reading. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, let's just um, quickly mention. Uh, Do some news. Not not news per se, but uh, we're back. We're gonna be releasing these weekly again. Uh, probably Skype episodes for a while, just because uh, I mean, gas prices just went up, and it's it's expensive to uh, get together a lot. But we're gonna do what we yeah. can. Yeah. Gas went up 14 cents a liter last week, and yep. Ryan and I are 250 kilometers apart. Yeah. So, getting together to record these things as opposed to Skype can be quite costly unless one of us has an appointment or something like that that, you know, we have to make the drive for anyway. Yeah. Not to mention, we both work day jobs, and we do this for free as is. <laughs> yeah. Less than free. You guys are I, just I, indulging yeah. us in our hobby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we will be filling out the time. We'll be, uh, I mean, I find with these Skype episodes, we can go a little longer than we uh, we get to when we batch them in person. Yeah, well, when we get together in person, we're trying to bang out multiple episodes as quick as possible, so we can get, like two and three episodes recorded in the time that we're sat in the same room. Yeah, exactly. Whereas over Skype, we can just take our time. Like, I'm, I'm sat here wearing sweat, eating chili in my little home office. Like, we can just take our time and, <laughs> you know, give this episode the attention it deserves. Yep. And uh, starting this Wednesday... I'm going to hold myself to it by announcing it. 
Uh, I'm going to start a new little spin-off series, which is very self-indulgent. Uh, it's, called, it's called Tridents and Tracers, and it's just me reviewing uh, brand new comic issues that release every Wednesday, the day they're released. Uh, as well as, I'm going to get back on the noob reviews. It's been like a fucking month since I did one of those, because August was just too fucking busy. Excuse me. And I meant to start a spin-off, but I ran into some technical dif- uh, difficulties, so I'm back to the drawing board with that. But, um, there are a few video games coming out yes. within the next month or so that I have pre-ordered, and I will be playing. I don't have anything set up to do any... Um, gameplay recordings yet so for now what I'll probably be doing is just reviewing the games as I play them that's a great idea uh, out of curiosity because you actually actually haven't shared with me uh, what games I know the new Metroid for 3DS is one yes that actually comes out uh, next week nice which I'm excited for and um Depending on how my work schedule goes, I might blast through that one pretty quick because when I get really into a Metroid game, like Super Metroid or something, I will just log hours and hours and hours into it very quickly. Yeah, for sure. And the other one, which comes out in a little over a month, and it's about fucking time because this game was delayed and delayed and delayed. South Park, The Fractured oh, Butthole. You have that pre-ordered? I've had it pre-ordered since they first announced it. Fuck. I want that, I've had man. that game pre-ordered for almost two years now, and I am finally going to get it. I might have to wait till Christmas on it, but I want it. I have it pre-ordered. I cannot wait to play it. It's going to be... So good. I'm guessing you played Stick of Truth, right? I've played through the Stick of Truth at least four times once with each class. Actually, five. Wow. So I played once with each class, and then uh, Emily was out for a week to visit, and we ran through it together with you know me doing most of the gameplay, but her like you know suggesting like go here, go there, and telling me you know what class. I should be, and which armor to use. Nice. So I've played through the Stick of Truth at least five times. A little bit of a tangent here, and I don't work at this job anymore, so I can admit this. Uh, I played the entirety of Stick of Truth at work when I played it, and I I really, really enjoyed the setup I had for that specifically. At the time, I was working uh, uh, (laughs) parking lot... Yep, yeah, mall cop. <laughs> Parking lot security shifts, and uh, I managed to get through the entire game on those parking lot shifts. I brought the laptop, I had it downloaded on PC, I had my Xbox One controller hooked up to the laptop, I had the laptop hooked up to the car stereo, and I had the seat reclined, so I got to play the entire thing at work getting paid with surround sound. <laughs> That is so sweet. It was pretty fucking cool, I gotta say. I love that game. I did. 
Speaking uh, of time off for things, um, I'm also going to be, I've already made sure I have the time off to go to St. John's for about four or five days. Yep. When Thor Ragnarok comes out. Oh. Man, everybody's going to be in St. John's then. Charlotte and uh, my mom and her mom are all taking a trip uh, in uh, around the, I think this the same weekend. Are Jones. you going to St. John's? No, because they're going, uh, well, we're getting married next summer. Uh, and uh, yeah. Charlotte's going wedding, sh- wedding dress shop shopping that weekend, so I, I was staying home. Just so you don't spoil the the surprise of the dress. I, I don't. I, I don't know. We're not very traditional. I, I think it's more so a a, a cost thing. It's, it's an extra person to feed, and I'm not cheap to feed. So. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. Um, I ate probably more tacos in a week in St. John's than most people should eat in a month. Oh man, we when we were in Halifax last week. We ate at a, at a Mexican place with an open rooftop dining area. Ooh. Oh, man. We had like a three-course Mexican meal with dessert and drinks, and it was one of the best meals I've ever had. So fucking good. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, I have time off to go to St. John's specifically for Thor Ragnarok. That's fair. I mean, it's also a bonus that my girlfriend lives there. Well, yeah. And, you know, so I have a free place to stay. I get to spend some time with her. She's already said she's going to come to the movie with me. Nice. But that, like, when she and I were sat down looking at what date I should take vacation to come visit her, this was a key point in why we chose this date. (laughs) Yep, good call. Because I want to see this movie so bad... So she was like, hey, well, if you want to go see Thor, use your vacation, come see it in a good theater with me. Yep. And I was sold. I don't have any plans in terms of uh, making trips in anywhere to see any movies, but if I am going to see one movie this year, I'm going to be coming in Cornerbrook and crashing at your place to go see The Last Jedi. I've got a spare room. I know, man. That like if if I have to pick one movie for that, I feel like that's the one. I mean, we named the f- fucking podcast after Star Wars, so. <laughs> it's true, and I did just get a Star Wars tattoo. You did, you did. I saw that. It looked good. It looked good. Who did that after? Um, I believe his name is Don Callahan. Okay. Uh, he's one of the two owners of Hooligans Custom Tattoos in St. John's. Okay, yeah, I've heard good things. I was just walking by, Emily was like, hey, let's go get tattoos. We walked in, asked if they had time for walk-ins. He said, you know, come back at three and I'll fit you guys in. We came back, we browsed through the book of Flash he had there. She got a cute little coffee cup on her, on the side of her leg, and he had a page that was just Star Wars related Flash. Nice. Oh, I was stumbling over my words there for a second. <laughs> let's just call. Um, it, let's just call it leg. So he had he had the Boba Fett, which I ended up getting. Yeah. He asked me if I wanted to do it in the Boba Fett or Jango Fett colors. Ah. I said Boba Fett for sure. Yeah. 
there was a stormtrooper. There was um, an ATAT. There was um, the Rebel Alliance symbol. There was a little Death Star. I, w- I wouldn't have went, yeah. I wouldn't have went with a stormtrooper tra- tattoo because he could have missed your arm entirely. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's talk about it. Uh, first, I gotta say you've been getting a lot of tat, a lot of geeky tattoos lately, and they're looking fucking awesome. Like, they're yeah. I've gotten two. I've gotten four geeky tattoos since Canada's Day. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. Like, you see geeky tattoos a lot, but it seems like you're going to quality artists about them. If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. And they look fucking great. Emily has started referring to my left arm as my pop culture arm. Ah, yeah. Because the only two pieces on there that aren't pop culture are my swallow and my zen circle. Other than that, I have the science juice, Mega Man, uh... Boba Fett, Abe Simpson, and Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good stuff. Love it. Okay. Let's get to the meat of it. Uh, it premiered this weekend. You got to see it. I'm dying I to did. see this movie. Before we I talk- was one of the people who saw it Thursday night that helped it shatter Deadpool's Thursday night R-rated record. Yes, and that's what I want to talk about. The amount of money this movie is making. It's unreal. Oh, not, yeah. Not to mention, like, it's its getting great reviews. It, it's got an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. But, uh, okay, let me, let me just uh, see here. It made $123 million in its opening weekend. Yeah. For comparison here... Uh, it is the highest opening weekend in in September all time. The second yep. uh, second highest uh, R-rated opening of all time, right behind Deadpool. Yes. The while it made more on Thursday night, Deadpool made more over the whole weekend. Yes. And it is the third highest opening weekend this year, behind Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. And Beauty and the Beast. Which wow. It made more than Spider-Man Homecoming, more than Wonder Woman. Uh, but what's what's amazing about that is it's a horror movie. And horror movies just don't make that kind of money in their opening weekends. No. Uh... I got some. I wrote down some comparables here, just to clarify. Oh, by the way, it is the highest opening weekend for a horror movie ever. Uh, Jeez. Again, one hundred twenty-three million dollars. Here are some recent horror movie openings. Here are the combined opening weekends of the first, uh, the the two Annabelle films, seventy-two million. Combined. Uh, wow. The Conjuring one and two combined for eighty-two million. Jesus. The entire Insidious trilogy combined for seventy-six million. And uh, the previous 
highest opening weekend for a horror movie was Paranormal Activity 3, 52 million. It 52 ma- million. Yeah, and it, it, it made 123. Like, it is... It's beyond. I mean, it made more in its opening weekend than Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Doctor Strange, Captain America Winter Soldier. It's making Marvel money. Yeah. It's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. And I couldn't be happier. It it was so good. Talk about it. Tell me. Well, okay. Uh, so far, I've seen three of the five things I said I was looking most forward to this year. Yes. I've seen It, I've seen The Hitman's Bodyguard, and I've seen The Defenders. And out of those three, It was by far my favorite. Awesome. It was so good. Here's a question. How scary is it? Because I know you have a very, very high standard for movies being scary. Um, I've seen a few people on Facebook say, like, they had trouble um, sleeping, they were a bit unsettled, stuff like that. Um, what a lot of horror movies these days have been doing is just they have those stupid jump scares. Yeah. Like in one of the paranormal activity movies, one of the jump scares was just like, Mrs. was crossing the day or crossing the street in the middle of the day and almost gets hit by a car because she's too stupid to look both ways. She's just like blinders on looking straight ahead as she's crossing the street and almost gets hit by a Prius. Yep. And that's one of the jump scares. It didn't really have a lot of those like obviously there were some of course but a lot of the stuff in this movie wasn't like just like it gets really quiet and then there's a loud noise and you jump no not that it's like you can see something is coming and you know something is about to happen and you're just Unsettled by what you're watching, awesome. like there's not a lot of just boo shit. It's <laughs> more like here I come. That's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, I was so happy with that. I mean, we're both big horror fans, but let's admit it: you only really get, if you're lucky, a one good horror movie a year. Oh yeah. And, I mean, we already got Get Out this year, so <laughs> this could be a great year for horror. Yeah. Wait, was Get Out this year or late last year? That was this year. I have such a poor concept of time. Yeah, I know. I, I understand. It was very, very early. It was, like, um, March or February or something, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. See, I just... Where it's still only September... And I was watching uh, Get Out on a night shift at work late August. For some reason in my head, I was thinking that it came out um, late last year. Okay, yeah, gotcha. That's just how my mind went on that one. Um, 
Now, on the other side of it, how fun is the movie? Because, I mean, it's it's about a bunch of kids, I and mean, it's supposed to really emphasize their uh, their circle of friends and the fun. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Like, does it bring you... Does it, does it really encapsulate uh, being a kid, if you know what I mean? Um, there's definitely the comedic relief. Richie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Of course. Um, yeah, he he was definitely the biggest comic relief in the movie. Of course. And I thought he did a fantastic job of it. I was looking forward um, to his performance, yeah. I mean, there were a few people who laughed a little too hard and heavy in the theater, and I was just like, okay, like I'm trying to hear the dialogue like yeah. you know like I chuckled I laughed but I wasn't like there was this one guy in the theater who every time something even remotely funny was said he would loudly exclaim ha ah! <laughs> like once more and I'm gonna elbow you in the bladder yeah but there were a lot of funny parts there was few parts in the movie that were really light and like it just had them hanging out together being kids enjoying their summer and there was like it kind of settled you back down like there was no fear yeah in the kids in those moments and it settled them back down and everything was cool and there were no problems for those like five minute period now uh correct me if i'm wrong this one takes place in the 80s yes okay because the book originally is uh the flashbacks to them as kid as kids were from the 50s and the present day was the 80s yes so they modernized it technically which is i mean it's great time for it with uh with the amount of, of uh 80s nostalgia in media these days it's I imagine it works well. I think Finn Wolfhard just lives in the 80s and they're just traveling back to visit <laughs> him in a time machine and film movies. I mean, maybe. Um, but I mean, what is it? Pennywise attacks every 27 years, is it? Yes. Yeah, so uh, late 80s doesn't quite bring us up to today. No, it doesn't. No. Because, I mean, I was born in 87, and I'm 30 this year. Yeah, well, I, I am 27, so uh, 1990 exactly. would have been the year, right? Exactly. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so when they do the second part of this movie and go to when the kids are grown up, it will be set in more modern day. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. I got a couple of questions, not spoilers per se, but just little things from the book that I was yeah, I was curious if they went into. Now, there's a lot of Pennywise in the uh, in the trailers, in the I mean, all the uh, the teasers and such. But in the book, it takes so many forms. Pennywise is pretty uh, pretty minor, really. 
do, do they use the other forms in this movie? Like uh, there are other forms, yeah. Yeah, because in the yeah. in the book there was uh, there was a leper, I believe a werewolf, yep. a Paul Bunyan statue. Uh, not all of them. Okay. Other forms at all? That's that's cool. Doesn't need to. I... There are. Um, I might be lowballing this, but there are at least two that are coming to mind right now. Okay. Cool. I'm not. Uh... I mean, after I go see the movie again tomorrow, I might, you know, think of more. More might come to mind as we progress through this episode, but at least two that are coming to mind right now. Awesome. Uh, I'm not one of those people that is like it needs to be page for page to the book. Like so long as you're getting the uh, the overall tone of the thing right, and you're not fucking with the story too much. Yeah. That being said, though, I don't I don't mind if you just take the the general idea of a book and, and create your own thing. So long as it's good. Yeah. That's the main thing. Well, there's. There's aspects of the book that I'm glad they left out. Well, yeah, one particular scene I'm assuming they didn't touch. You mean the orgy? Yeah, the sewer orgy, to be exact. Yeah. Yeah. The adolescent sewer orgy. Adolescent sewer orgy, I believe, uh, a couple feet away from a dead body. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will... Spoiler warning, there is no underage sewer sex so in this movie. If you were if you were looking to get hot and bothered watching this thing, you're gonna get you're gonna be let down. But yeah. if, if that's what gets you off, I think you deserve to be let down anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, if that's what floats your boat, then just go sink somewhere. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I uh Honestly, even reading the book, I don't quite understand why that scene was there. I don't think it was necessary, but I, I didn't write it. <laughs> no. Uh, like, honestly, like, even the kids in this movie were good. They look, um, they look fucking perfectly cast. Yeah. Honestly, the kid, the two kids who, like, Finn was great. Yeah. But the two kids who I weren't familiar with who kind of did the most for me in this movie impressed me the most yep. um, were Jeremy Ray Taylor, who played Ben. Okay. Um, Jackson Robert Scott, who played Georgie, was great. Yeah. And Jack Dylan Grazer. Funny how I picked the three kids in this movie who, you know, had three names. Yeah. Uh, who played Eddie. Okay. It's, it's... Like, so... I, I don't feel like any of them were weak in this movie. It's just those are the three that I liked the best. Well, honestly, I think those are in... Well, not so much Georgie. Georgie's pretty minor, but uh, Ben and Eddie have really fucking great backstories in the book and Ben gets a lot of time in that book and he is probably my favorite character the one that I am hoping they give the extra time to yeah now um Jaden Lieberher who played Bill yeah 
I thought he was great. Like, he nailed the stutter and everything like that. That was a question I had. <laughs> was he going to stutter? Did he, did he do it well? No, I thought he did it great. Perfect. Um, I mean, maybe there was one or two characters I would have liked more of. Okay. But that wasn't enough to kind of tarnish the movie for me in any way. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What else did I have? Oh, the uh, do they do they focus on the barons much? Uh, a bit, yeah. Okay. Because that's, that's one thing I found about the book, that there's a lot of time spent in the barons, and they kind of build the place up to be this this great place you know this is uh it's almost like the main setting of the novel so i wasn't sure if they worked it in the same way or yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's the main setting of the novel or of the movie by far okay it's not the main setting no but it is referenced talked about and they do go there more okay. than once okay well that's fine uh do they use silver? The the bike, Bill's bike. Um, not a lot. Okay. There's, I mean, it. They're kids in the eighties. That. Yeah. Their bikes are their main means of transportation. Okay. And, uh, there is one part where they do kind of zoom up on the side of the bike and highlights the word silver. Okay. Okay. But that's really all that they've done with that in yeah. this movie. Well, they're paying homage to it anyway, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, the villains? The, uh, oh my god, Henry Bowers and Patrick Hoxsetter. The uh, um, How are those kids? couple of them are a little cheesy. Okay. But, um, at one point, they kind of get pretty terrifying. Good. Honestly, yeah, like, uh, honestly, are, in the book, they're fucked. In the book, I gotta say, like, uh, they're, <laughs> they're probably on the level of Pennywise, in terms of how evil they are, so I'm 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 glad it gets to a terrifying place with them because they're just as big villains in in my mind. Oh, they definitely hit that in this movie. Awesome! I am so fucking excited. Um, anything Especially else? Henry. Yeah, Henry, Henry's a fucking lunatic, right? There's a there's a few things Henry does in the movie where like. Belch and the other guys are kind of like, yo, are you sure you should be doing this? And Henry's just kind of like, fuck off, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty accurate, yeah. Um, here's a question for you. Just, I mean, I know you haven't read the book, you've seen this one, and you've seen the original but the original is yeah. not really a, gr- a great basis for it. But 
anybody come to mind in terms of uh, casting for Chapter 2? Ooh. Like, I, I, was, I wasn't thinking we should do um, an official fan casting or anything like that, but I just didn't know if there was anyone that popped in your head or... That is a good question. There's a couple that I had in mind, but it was more so from reading the book. But I'm, that being said, they do match up pretty well with the actors. My favorite, yeah. my favorite idea is that adult Richie should be played by Bill Hader. By Bill Hader. Bill fucking Hader. I can see that, you know. I like. I feel like you can imagine Finn Wolfhard growing up into Bill Hader. And he's he's, yep. he's got the comedic chops for it already. Yeah. Uh, the other one I like is uh, Jessica Chastain as Beverly. Okay. Just because, I mean, she's, she's definitely got the acting chops for that. And uh, actually, she, uh, she has a history working with the director. Because he directed uh, a movie called Mama a few years ago, which I didn't see. Yeah. And that's a bit. Uh, like there's, there was a couple of people that popped in my head, but I wasn't sure. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers here. Uh, it's not a, not a big deal. I mean, the book's been out for fucking ever. But uh, when I think of an adult Eddie, based on like. The Eddie from this movie. Yeah. Um. For some reason, Seth Green is coming to mind. Okay, I can see that. Because I mean, Eddie's always like the smaller one in the group. Yeah. Yes. Seth Green is not a big guy. No, he's not. And, I mean, with the facial features, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, another one, uh, Ben. I'm gonna give a book spoiler here. If it's not really a spoiler, it's just something they didn't do in the uh, in the Tim Curry version. Uh, ben becomes a famous architect, which they did do, except he uh, he loses a ton of weight, and he's kind of like this lean guy who wears cowboy hats and goes to bars a lot. He's not the John Ritter partying type. He's a very quiet... Like, he's he's Ben. He's, he's the same self, but he's skinny. Yeah. And somewhat redneck. Like, he, he has a redneck sort of look, like a cowboy look. You know what I mean? Um, so I like, I like Ben Foster for that. Okay. Ben Foster or I think Jerry Renner maybe would work. Say Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody like that, you know. But uh, I, th- I based on how they casted this thing, they could cast a bunch of unknowns, and it could probably be fucking better than any of this. Oh yeah. Anything? Um, uh, anything else you want to say about this movie? I'm just thinking now. Who else I would see like playing the grown-up versions of these kids? Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one. Uh, a guy who I think has similar facial features to the guy who plays Henry Bowers 
and has a history of playing a psychopath. Uh, Michael C. Hall. Yes. Right? Exter. I haven't watched that show in fucking ages. Me either. Um, I can kind of see Josh Radner from How I Met Your Mother playing Stanley. That's interesting. I I want to know if Josh Radner can handle serious acting because I haven't like I don't know. Stan Stan's story gets a little dark. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I I. And for Mike, I'm kind of seeing. Um, I'm kind of seeing. Oh, what's his name? Ah, uh, he's been in Star Wars. Oh, uh, John Boyega. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't. Uh, is he? I don't know if he's quite old enough. Is he? Yeah, no, I'm not sure, but supposed to be like I mi- mean, yeah, well, I mean, movie yeah. magic can you know. do lots of things. Yeah, uh, I think they're supposed to be like mid to late thirties, maybe around forty or so in the second half. Yeah, well, I mean, it's twenty-seven years later. Yeah, on twelve-year-olds, yeah, so about forty. Yeah, but yeah, they could do anything really. They could change the time. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, really, just, like, a little bit of makeup can age him enough to play that. Yep. Uh, did they set up a second chapter? Um, yes, and I don't want to give too many spoilers here. Okay, okay, that's fine. Um, they do allude to, like, well, they do say close to the end, like, you know, we make a pact if this thing ever comes back, like, we come back here and deal with it. Yep. Perfect. And that's very close to the end of the movie. Okay. And then, right before the credits, screen goes black, and it just says IT in the big red font that it's been having on all the posters and everything. Yep. And then it comes up on the screen, chapter one. Nice. Okay. Okay. That's enough. So, for me. although like the previews, the commercials, the posters, everything like that, did not say this is part one of anything. Obviously, if it says chapter one at the end, there's going to be a second chapter. Yep. Yep. Because but... otherwise, why the fuck would they say that? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, that sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, oh, it, it was great. That's fucking awesome, and I really hope that I get a chance to see it while it's in theater. Yeah, if not, I know you'll be watching it the first chance you get. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I do not mind saying right now that I will be illegally torrenting it if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get me. I'll pay the fines. Fuck it. If those actually exist. Go. Fuck it, I don't know. Uh, now, do you want to say anything else about it, or do you want to move on to a couple other movie reviews? Uh, I'm good on it as for as of right now, because 
that's really all I can say without, you know, diving into spoilers. Where would you, like, just a quick, <laughs> without really thinking too much about it, where would you put it on your uh, movies of the year? Movies of the year? Yeah. It's definitely top three. Cool. Awesome. Maybe even... Um, see, I don't know. I did really like Spider-Man. Yeah. I still haven't seen fucking Spider-Man. See, it's kind of one of those things where, like, I remember I really enjoyed Spider-Man, and I remember I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But in order for me to say which one I liked better for the year, like, it depends on my mood for the day, like, which movie I think was better it's hard. It's hard well, too when you got movies that are such different genres. Exactly. Yeah. Like Spider Man was very like bright and uplifting and inspiring and like yeah, like it, it was exciting. Yeah. And this movie was very dark and creepy and made you feel uneasy. Of course. Yeah. So they kind of went for opposite ends of the spectrum. So. If I had to say, like, right now, Spider-Man and It are probably my top two movies of the year so far. Awesome. And whichever one gets the upper hand just kind of depends on my mood at the moment. Yep. Sounds good. Yes, sir. I've got three quick mini-reviews, and... uh and you've got another one there too, right? I've got one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just quickly spit mine out. It won't, it'll only be a minute. Uh, I don't know if you've seen yeah. either of these. Actually, uh, the first two are Netflix originals. Okay. Uh, first one, I didn't even finish, <laughs> was the Death Note live-action movie they did. Okay, why didn't you finish it? Because it was bad, or...? It was bad. It See, was... The only thing I know about this, because I've never watched the anime, I just know that Willem Dafoe was cast in it, and I looked at the character he's doing, and I was like, well, that just even fucking looks like Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Like, I will say, the one plus side is I did like Willem Dafoe as uh, Ryuk. Yeah. But... Now, I haven't seen any of the anime. I've only read the manga. I've read the first, what, three or four volumes? Okay. And I gotta say, I do think that Death Note has one of the fucking coolest stories. Like, ju- just based on the 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 base idea alone. Uh, quickly to sum it up, uh, there are these death gods of some sort called the Shinigami... I mean, I, I could be butchering the story here. They're called the Shinigami. Uh, they're Japanese death gods. What, basically, they they are uh, chaotic neutral. They don't really care what happens one way or another. And they have these death notes where it's a notebook. You write someone's name in it, and they die. Uh, okay. This particular one, Ryuk, decides to... Uh, I'm not sure if he loses it or if he decides to to throw it away on Earth. 
It's found by uh, high school student Light Yagami. Uh, I might have fucked up his name there. His, de- his name is definitely Light. Uh, and he starts writing names in it of like petty criminals and and guys that the cops can't find and stuff like that. It tries to make the world a better place. And uh, that's basically it. This teenager has a book where he can write someone's name in it and they die. And he can write the time of death, the way, the, the how they die, etc. And his dad is a cop. They're trying to catch him. It's, it's a really, really fucking cool story. The, the manga is amazing and I'm going to watch the anime soon. But they fucked this up so bad. Like, for starters, it's it takes place in the U.S. It's still a Japanese death god named Ryog, but for some re- for some reason it's in the U.S. and it's some fucking moron named Light Turner, which doesn't make it's not even anything. I don't know, man. It's there's <laughs> Will, Willem Dafoe does a good job. Everything else is garbage. Wow. And, like, there was a guy, there's a guy, and I actually like his acting, uh, what the fuck's his name, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, he, uh, he was in Atlanta, and he played, uh, he played the character in Get Out, the, uh, the brainwashed guy who's at the garden party. Yes. That guy. That actor. He plays, uh, like a, a major character in this, and it's just not good. It's just... Like, there's nothing good about, about this at all. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't... Like, I got halfway through it, and I sat down, and I was going to finish it, and I was like, you know what? I could watch something good instead, because this is not getting better. Yeah. So, fuck it. Uh, second one I watched was another uh, Netflix original called Little Evil. You... I haven't seen that yet, either. That was pretty fucking fun, you know? Uh, it's made by the same guy. Yeah, I I kind of saw it as a spoof of The Omen. Yeah, is that's exactly what it is. And no, they, definitely have to check that out. Uh, it's made by the same guy who created uh, what's that movie called? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Okay. Which I fucking love that movie. I I think Tucker and Dale. Hard on for Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. But uh. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, I think, is one of the best horror comedies ever made. Yeah. Funny as shit, right? Uh, it's not that level of funny, but it's a funny movie. I, I don't really have any complaints about Little Evil. Uh, the guy starred in Adam Scott, I believe, from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Good job. I mean, he, there's it's, there's a couple funny parts. Uh, it It's... Even when you're not laughing, you're interested in where it's going to go, story-wise. And okay. uh, there's, a, there's a fun little cameo, Tyler Labine, the guy, uh, the other guy from Tucker and Dale. Uh, I remember him best from fucking Breaker High. Breaker High? <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Played like... Uh, yep, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. And I think he played his sidekick Jimmy or something like that. Yep. I used to watch Breaker High a lot. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Little Evil, I recommend it. It was fun. And the only movie I've seen in theaters this year, Baby Driver. Yes. Easily my favorite movie of the year. So far. I mean, I haven't seen your two favorite movies of the year yet. But Baby Driver, 
and it's an Edgar Wright movie, and Edgar Wright has never made a movie I didn't love, so Shaun of the Dead being my favorite, of course. Uh, great soundtrack, great car chases. I've never given a fucking goddamn about a car chase in, in a movie in my life, and this thing had me on the edge of my seat watching these car chases. Nice. Uh, it, the, the kid is a getaway driver named Baby. The story, honestly, is is not that great of a story, but it doesn't matter because the dialogue is so fun, the jokes are great. I've got to ask. What did anyone put him in a corner? Uh maybe actually I think at one point he might be <laughs> I never even thought about that I'm gonna I'm gonna watch for that next time baby may or may not get put in a corner nobody puts baby in a corner <laughs> um I'm gonna mean the cast is fun you got Kevin Spacey John Hamm is fucking great Jamie Foxx is in this thing uh Flea makes an appearance at one point okay <laughs> nice. uh but like the whole thing is it's basically a musical in how much they played to the soundtrack. The soundtrack is basically going in every fucking scene and it is so good. Nice. Uh, and the car chases are all very synced up to the music. Because uh, oh. that's how he drives. That's how he's so good. He, he has like a song for everything. And uh, he drives uh, while listening to music on in little earbuds and apparently the reasoning that he gives later on is that he was in a car accident as a kid and he got severe tinnitus from the accident so he plays his music so loud to drown out the ringing okay which is, anyway my movie of the year it's not going to be every mo- everybody's movie of the year but fuck I loved it now cool you got one more. Yes, uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. Yes. Um, this movie, I mean, it wasn't the best movie of the year. No. It was what I expected it to be. Okay. Which, it was a good movie. I very much enjoyed it. It looks funny as shit. Oh, it was funny, it had over-the-top action. It's basically what I said I thought this movie looked like. It was over-the-top action, um, big explosions, lots of lots of motherfuckers. Yeah. Awesome. I'm definitely going to watch that one when I get a chance. Yeah, you should. Um... Like, Ryan Reynolds, always funny. Yeah. Um, there were some action sequences that looked like they were straight out of a Bond film. Nice. Yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson was great in it, as I expected. Um, few people that I didn't know were in this movie. Um, Gary Oldman. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman played a villain. Of course, yeah. And, I mean, when is Gary Oldman not fantastic? Yeah, 
You're not wrong. Um, Selma Hayek was in it. Nice. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, no, she was funny as shit. Yeah? She was hilarious. Um, Elodie Young from Defenders and Daredevil was oh, in it. Oh, shit, nice. Yeah, Elektra. Uh, she was, I mean, she was good. There was uh, one guy who played one of the villains. The actor's name is, and I'm probably going to butcher this, Yuri Klokolnikov. Okay. Um, Soviet-born actor. Yeah. He was in Game of Thrones, but I've never seen a single episode of it. He played Stir? Stir? Something? I don't fucking know. Played, he looks like it was some kind of monster thing. Okay. <laughs> what would you say? It's spelled S-T-Y-R. Is the character he plays in Game of Thrones. Okay, I, I don't recall that. I mean, it, you're, you're probably right, but Game of Thrones has so many fucking characters, I don't know who that is. The picture I saw, he just looked like a fucking frost giant from fucking Thor. Okay. Well, either way, this guy, um, someone I've never seen before, never heard of before, but I thought he played a great villain. Like, he was, like, the muscle to the main villain. Yep. And, like, at one point, um, Gary Oldman's character says, like, if God wants someone dead, he sends Ivan. Nice. Being this guy's character. And I was like, this guy could play some great villains in other movies, too. He could play, like, like, this guy seems like he might be able to play, like, someone in maybe the MCU maybe not like a lead maybe not like an Avenger or someone like that but like someone who would you know do some damage in a decent fight scene maybe as one of like Thanos's underlings or something like that yeah I hear you yeah I mean he is Soviet born so I mean that whole Doom thing that we were talking about, maybe he'd be good for as Doom or as one of Doom's you know, number two or number three guys. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. Either way, I thought this guy was a good villain. He was great in a lot of the action sequences and I'd like to see him in more shit. Yep, sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh... Well, uh, I was going to say, I, I have one piece of news, not geek-related, but I thought it would be a fun way to just send off the episode. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, of course, uh, there's a lot of shit going down in the States right now. Uh, hurricane after hurricane. Nothing good is coming out of that, except uh, a bunch of musicians have gotten together. And they have yep. made a compilation album called Dog Songs. They're all songs about uh, fictional dogs from pop culture. And the entire thing is up for sale on Bandcamp. All proceeds are going to 
the SP SPCA specifically for dogs affected by Hurricane Harvey. Wow. And, I mean, there's a song about Moose from Frasier. There's a song about Santa's Little Helper. Mark Hoppus is in there. He's got a song on there. Sweet. And uh, someone even wrote a, a song about Carrie Fisher and her dog, Gary. Wow. Which, uh, I mean, it's I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. But, I mean, it's 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 a bit of fun for a good cause, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love dogs, I love music, and, you know, I mean, who could say no to a good cause? Exactly. I'm not sure if uh, any of that got picked up. Uh, there might have been a bit of background noise there. Eh. Uh, so yeah, like, I mean, obviously nothing good has come out of this, but uh, there's no. a, a bit of fun for a good cause there. And I mean, if you don't feel like buying the album, you can go donate somewhere else. There, there's so many people in need down there right now. Uh, oh yeah, there's so many ways to donate money, clothes, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. But I mean, if you're gonna donate money anyway, why not get a fun album about dogs? Yeah, you might as well. I'm definitely going to go give it a listen anyway. Um, I'll probably, I probably will buy it. I mean, it's eight bucks on Bandcamp. I mean, you can you can barely get a meal for that these days. Yeah. You know what? That is not the only news we're gonna we're gonna end on. There's something else that we haven't talked about yet, and we, we should end on geek, we should end this on geek news. Can we talk for a okay. second about what a fucking shit show the DC Extended Universe is right now? Okay. Because, like, granted, I watched Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was great. Justice League looks good. But it seems like every second day they're like, no, this is our next movie. No, we're doing this one instead. I mean, <laughs> they've said Suicide Squad 2. They've said... Gotham City Sirens, they've said uh, a Joker and Harley Quinn movie now, apparently, and now they're talking about a Joker Origins movie? Yeah, they're all over the place. They are. Like, just make up your fucking See, minds. <laughs> I was so excited for Justice League. And I still am, but the thing is, where DC's constantly just like, this is what we're doing. No, this is what we're doing. No, we're going to go over there. No, we're going this way now. Yeah. And like, like it's very distracting and it kind of kills the hype for these movies for me, which is why I'm so much more excited for Thor now than I was for justice league. Yeah. Like when we did the top five, justice league was my number one, like thing that I was looking most forward to this year. Yep. And as of right now, I keep having to Google it to remember when it's coming out because I'm just like not that stoked on it anymore because DC is just kind of yanking my chain, my fright and center, and I'm just kind of like, just give me a fucking movie. Yeah. I'll go watch it and then leave me the fuck alone. And like, who's Batman anymore? Is Ben Affleck gonna be Batman after Justice League? Is like, he's in? He's out? He's in? He's out? I don't fucking know anymore. Yeah. I will say, 
as much as we don't really need any more Joker, and they've talked about like four or five upcoming movies with him in it, the yep. I- the idea of uh, have you heard the rumors about like who's making Leo? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio as Joker in a fucking Martin Scorsese Joker origin movie. I mean that does sound fantastic. Yeah. We, we, I don't know. Marvel's been more straight shooting with what they're giving us. Yeah. And DC lately has just been like that couple on social media who break up every other week and then they're back together and you're the love of my life. I could never do anything without you. And two days later, she's a whore and you hate her and you're broken up again. And three days later, you're back together posting selfies like hashtag my whole world. See, the difference is, those couples are two people. DC is just fucking, like, they say one thing, and everyone's like, okay, sure. And they're like, no, never mind. <laughs> it, like, it, it's more like, um, <laughs> I don't know, it's more like some crackhead who just keeps <laughs> spitting off it's nonsense. Like that, it's like that guy you see, like, asking for change on the side of the road who's just, like, spouting nonsense and yelling things and conspiracy theories and... Uh, I don't know. Ugh. Like, just just announce a fucking movie and make the fucking movie. Yeah, announce a movie, then make the movie, give us the movie, and take our money. Instead of announcing a movie and then not making... Like, fuck's sakes, how long have they confirmed that... The Rock is playing Black Adam now, and we still don't have any concrete updates, just, like, rumors and shortlists for who's playing Shazam, no other information. But the thing is, they said he's not even going to be in the Shazam movie. Yeah, he's just Black Adam. He's, he's going to get his own fucking movie. Like, why would you announce The Rock uh, as Black Adam that far in advance... And then not put him in the fucking Shazam movie. He is the Shazam villain. He and not only that, but Dwayne Johnson's the one that's going to sell tickets. Yeah. I mean, as, <laughs> as far as rumors go, uh, did we not predict the idea of John Cena as Shazam? We did. I, as a joke, not even as an actual prediction, as a as a one off. And yep. he's apparently a front runner. I forget the but other. I forget again, the other like yeah. how long have we been here? Even though no, Black Adam is not supposed to be like The Rock is not going to be in the Shazam movie. But that's been confirmed for like two years now. Yep. And we still are only hearing rumors of front runners for who's going to play Shazam. Even though. That movie's supposed like, to be... Like, who the fuck, know. like, knows who Black Adam is besides Shazam fans? You, like, if you know who Black Adam is and you don't know who Shazam is, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, my God. Do you, you think, uh... Here's a question for you. Do you think DC's ever going to try and get in on the R-rated superhero movies? I mean, I'd like to see it, because some, 
especially like some Batman stories are dark as fuck. Oh yeah. So I'd like to see it, but I don't know if they ever will. Here, here's my pitch: an R-rated Aquaman. Ooh. The, the story being, I mean, let's be real here. Aquaman has uh, he he's a man of the sea. Uh, I don't really yeah. know why all the stories revolve around him saving the fucking humans. So what if he finds out about the seafood industry and just goes on a fucking John Wick fucking rampage, like <laughs> walking into Red Lobsters? <laughs> And just murdering the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> like, I'm talking Logan-style tridents through heads and shit. No? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down. So basically he would be like Sea Shepherd working for PETA? I mean, when you put it like that, it doesn't sound quite as cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. Put it more at more as uh, fucking Jason Momoa brutally murdering anyone who eats fish. <laughs> he doesn't have to be preachy about it. How much of that would be labeled as vegan propaganda? Yeah. God damn it! You're ruining all my good ideas. What I do? Oh my. Well, like as much as I would love to see Aquaman fucking wrecking people, <laughs> like I don't know. I think it could be done. Um, I think if they just did like the Aquaman movie and had him fighting like Black Manta or Prince Black- Orm or someone like that, Black Manta is the, like, is the villain. What? Black Manta is the villain in the Aquaman movie. Yeah, like. There's plenty of ways to get an R rating under C with that thing. Like, mm. um, if they went the route of, like, uh, fuck. The Justice League Unlimited, where Aquaman has, like, a hook for a hand. Oh, yeah. Like, they could do it so they show him losing the limb. Shit, what about Justice League Dark? There you go. That could be the R-rated, yeah. If they make Justice League Dark and it's not R-rated, then I think they failed. Yeah, there's a market for it right now that they could be hopping on. Yep. I mean, Logan and Deadpool show that, but... They're just hopping... They're just hopped up on pills, like... If really I'm not are. on any bandwagon. Like Jesus Christ, they're they're all over the place. They're they're throwing so much information at us that they're killing the marketing for their own movies. Like, I mean, who's been talking about Justice League? They've been talking about. Uh, Joker origin story movie they've been talking about Joker Harley Quinn movie they've been talking about DC's new slate with the Flashpoint movie uh, yep. Shazam is gonna be next they've been talking about all this shit but they have nobody's been talking about Justice League no 
Exactly. And, and all the fucking fuss about the Batman solo movie and Ben Affleck being an in and out and the director and the writer and like <laughs> I don't know, man. They gotta fucking just come up with a plan and fucking stick to it. Yeah, they're fucking all over the place, and I hate it. Yeah, and, like, I had ideas planned where, I don't know, let's cast characters from the upcoming DC movies, or, uh, you know, let, on today's episode, we talk about the newly announced DC... Like, it changes by the time you even get around to fucking recording. So, this is all we can do, is talk about what a fucking shit show it is, and by the time we release the fucking episode, there's three or four more... Movies announced, so, you know. Pretty much, yeah. That being said, I really do hope that Justice League is as good as it looked. I hope that Aquaman is as good as I want it to be. I hope they get their shit together. I hope so. Yeah, maybe them. Maybe they'll make every fucking one of these movies. I'll watch them. Maybe they'll just cast, you know, WWE stars for everything. <laughs> the Justice League, starring Kane. <laughs> Kane is Martian Manhunter. <laughs> there you go. And Sean the Heartbreak Kid Michaels is Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's too good. Oh, uh, fuck. Well, anything else? Um, I'm just watching a preview for The Cult of Chucky on my phone. Oh yeah, how's that look? Uh, after The Curse of Chucky, I'm kind of skeptical, but... I mean, I'm gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. That's how they get you. They make these movies and, and we complain about them, but we're like, uh... We'll be there anyway. Yep. Yeah. Well, I believe that is all the time we have for today. You mean there's no lightning round? <laughs> well, what's the name of the fucking... Uh, is, it, is it lightning round on Family Feud? Is that what they call it? What I don't it? fucking know. You know what I'm talking about. Fast money. Fast money. There we go. Big bucks, big bucks, no whammies. Wrong show. Uh, uh, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. We surveyed two nerds and asked them what <laughs> we want them, what we want DC to start doing. <laughs> Survey says, stop dicking us around. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. In our fucking dreams. Yeah, really, though. You know what, though? All this bullshit is still fucking better than that fucking Green Lantern movie. <laughs> <laughs> yup. You know what? Even if they don't make any more movies and they just start announcing a bunch of bullshit every fucking day, I would still take that over that goddamn movie. Yeah, I rewatched that recently. Yeah? Just to see, like, if it was really as bad as I remembered. It was. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know what's funny? Um, I was going to say this when we were talking about Hitman's Bodyguard. 
before Deadpool, I did not like Ryan Reynolds whatsoever. Like, I did. Like I, I liked him in Waiting. I liked him in Blade Trinity. Uh, there were a few rom-coms that he was in that I was like, yeah, this dude's pretty funny. Green Lantern, not so much. No, no, no. Uh, honestly, though, but, he, he, he yeah, was... Yeah, Blake Trinity, he was good. Waiting, he was good. Um, Just Friends, he was good. He was one of those actors for me that I would avoid movies because he was in it. He annoyed me that much. You know what? He was one of the redeeming parts of Wolverine Origins, I thought. <laughs> Agree to disagree. But, uh... Uh... And... Ever since Deadpool... Okay, if Ryan Reynolds is not one of the highlights of that turd of a movie, what is? Leif Schreiber. Well, yeah, he's the best part of that yeah. movie. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, ever since Deadpool, I'm actually... I, I see a movie with Ryan Reynolds in it, and I'm like, oh, hey, I'll watch that if he's in it. Like... That movie did a complete 180 for me. Uh, there was a movie, too. Um, him and Denzel Washington's Safe House, I think. Oh, yeah? How's that? That was actually pretty good. Cool. I never did check that and one out. And wasn't he in Smoke and Aces, too? Oh, yes, he was. You're right. Okay. I liked Smoke and Aces. Smoke and Aces was fantastic. It was. There's a second Smoke and Aces that I haven't watched yet because I'm so skeptical. Yeah, that one really did seem like the the one shot sort of thing. Yeah, and it did well, and I think that the second one is just kind of like, well, if we we can redo it and get just as much hype, but not have any of the big names we had in the first one. That that has a fucking great cast. Chris Pine, Andy Garcia, Ben Affleck, uh, uh, Kevin Durant's in it. Yes, Kevin Durant. That's the one I was thinking. Uh, shit. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is in that. You're right. Uh, Taraji Henson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Jeremy Piven. Ray Liotta. Jeremy Piven. Ray Liotta. Tommy Flanagan. Man, that... Just- yeah. Tommy Flanagan's in it. Jace Bateman's in uh, that? Jordan. Yeah, man. That that movie is fucking... Oh, yeah. Common. Common's in that movie. So he is, yeah. That movie's fucking stacked. That I haven't seen that in a while. I should probably rewatch it. I watched it again probably three months ago. Nice. And it holds up. Smoke and Aces. Yeah. Smoke and Aces. Fuck. It's been a while. <laughs> On that note, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think, Smoke and Ace is a good way to end this one. Yep. Um, so thanks everybody for tuning in, and uh, thank you for your patience. I mean, it was only one week off, but still, you know, we we have a schedule. We like to stick to it. Uh, we weren't planning on the break, but you know, it is what it is. It was a vacation. Yeah. We took a week off from 
a hobby that is <laughs> completely of our own choice. <laughs> yep. Anyways, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, of course, you can check out other episodes of Jedi Dropouts at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, and now on Google Play. Woo! That was, it took a fucking while to get on there. And uh, I had given up hope, and then a listener of ours, uh, someone, a uh, one of our more dedicated listeners actually, uh, Mitchell, uh, told me he was having, he hadn't caught up because he was having so much trouble with the Podbean app. And he preferred Google Play, so I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this shit out, and I did. Took a bit of work, I got it going, and hey, now we're on there, and now we can have uh, all of our fans can be listening every week, and that's great. Plus, yeah. it, plus, it's it's a really fucking cool platform. Like, I have used Google Play for pod for podcasts in the past. It, it is, uh, it's got a really good uh, user. It's a very user-friendly layout, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or you can just follow yeah, us. Snapchat. You can just follow us around. Like if you see us somewhere, you don't actually have to say hi. You can just follow us. Stalkers make stalkers would add a, la- a layer of fame to this. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can you can follow us in the in the figurative sense of uh, clicking a follow button, or you can literally follow us around in our day to day lives. Uh, uh, you can come to my birthday party. <laughs> oh yeah, your birthday's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Um, in like what a week or two I or start something. Start playing shows again. You could come check out my band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when's your birthday again? It's this month. I know that. I'm not. I'm My not... birthday is Hobbit Day. Hobbit Day. <laughs> Hobbit Day. Oh fuck, man! Don't don't put me on the spot here. Uh... It's a national holiday in New Zealand. Oh, is it? It is. Nice. Hobbit Day. It's a real thing. Cool. Because um, at the beginning of the Hobbit, when it's uh, Frodo and Bilbo's birthday. It says the date of their birthday, which is actually my birthday as well. Nice. And because of that, they made it a national holiday in New Zealand. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I. It's sad that I I know nothing about New Zealand outside of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All I know about New Zealand is that and... Like the scattered USC fighter. <laughs> oh, and Flight of the Concords. See, I I'm not even familiar with them. They're funny, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll be back. Wrapping up the episode. Yeah, we'll be back again next week. Uh, I'm not sure what we'll be doing yet. We'll uh, we'll figure that out. We've got a couple ideas in the pipe, and. Uh, in a couple of weeks. There's a couple fan castings I'd like to work on. Yes. Yes, that would be fun. We haven't done a fan casting in a while. We should do one of those. Actually, uh, yeah, let's do that. Actually, our last episode that we released was a fan casting. It wasn't our last one we recorded, though. The Fantastic no. Four. Oh, well. well. We'll do another one of those. Um, yeah, I like doing those. But coming up soon, 
uh, prepare yourselves. October, we're going to do a, an entire month of horror. Oh, shit. So we are. Yeah. So that's like, well, uh, there's enough room for five episodes, but hopefully that fifth episode is going to be a Stranger Things review. Yeah. Hopefully. So we will get four horror-themed episodes in there. Some. I'm gonna start uh, bitch watching some horror movies. Yeah, for sure. We'll uh, we'll cement what we're doing there exactly, and uh, I mean, I use uh, the entire month of October as an excuse to watch as much horror as possible. Fuck yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, but as soon as October comes around, I mean, obviously it's got to do with Halloween, and it's this yeah. stupid thing because nothing changes. But I'm just in such well, a... Well, I mean, it gets darker earlier. Yeah. And it's so much more fun to watch horror movies when it's dark out. It is. Uh, when I was living in St. John's in my early 20s, I decided to watch a bunch of horror that I had never seen, like classics. And at the time, I was living in an apartment building. We had this big, like, 10-foot ceiling basement, all cement walls, and all we had down there was a couch. So I went down there, shot off all the lights by myself, and watched, uh, it was the first time I watched Scream, it was the first time I watched Jaws, and I think there was another, uh, like, Let the Right One In. Ooh. It was fucking, it was fucking creepy as shit, but it was fun. Uh, let the right one in. Uh, is that vampires? Yeah, I forget which one. Uh, because there's the original foreign one with the subtitles, and there's the English remake. Uh, let the right yeah. one in, and let me in. Okay. They're both terrifying. They're both fucking awesome movies. Usually, I mean, usually when you they do the remake, one of them ends up being shitty, but they're both fucking great. Anyway, that's like the third tangent since we actually tried to sign off. Thank you for dropping by. And drop out Storm. Buy me some chocolate croissants. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Now I want pastries. You're welcome. Okay, later. Peace out.